All right, welcome into the end of season edition of WARP in Cincinnati. Paul Andrews, Trent Rosecrans of The Athletic are here with you. Uh, Reds season ends on Thursday as they complete what turned into 22 scoreless innings and lose 5 to nothing to the Atlanta Braves. Um, and because of that, they uh, see uh, you know a year where they were rolling at the end. Two hot weeks comes to an abrupt halt. Braves move on, and uh, that's baseball, I guess. Yeah, I mean, we kind of saw at the ending at the end in these two games what we saw really most of the year, um, which was good pitching and not enough hitting, and that's certainly what we saw saw here. I mean, we saw great pitching um, throughout the whole time, and uh, just not enough, except for. You know, the end, Rysel Iglesias there at the end. Um, but, uh, yeah, we saw great pitching, but not enough hitting. Yeah, and in fact, uh, not just not enough hitting, uh, record-breaking not enough hitting. <laughs> Most consecutive scoreless innings to start a postseason breaks a record from 1921 with the 22 scoreless. You know, you, it's, it's, it, it's, it's, there's, a, there's a flashback to this, you know, it's like some of the the Reds postseason failures have this theme to them. 1999, Al Leiter with a two-hit shutout dominates them in a one-game playoff. 2010, they make the playoffs for the first time in a long time. First game, they get no hit by Roy Halladay. This one ends up being they make the playoffs for the first time since 2013 and don't score a run against the Braves. It's this weird theme. But to me, to me, uh, the mo- the interesting thing, and this was evident in the post game. Um, was in a lot of ways the cloud of yesterday hung over today as it became a thing. And even the players, Tucker Barnhart admitted it afterwards. He said, you know, I think anybody would be lying if they said the alternative that as it goes on and you it just go, you're, you went through everything you went to went through the day before, it did a little bit hang over, you know, at bats and as we know in baseball, uh, you start throwing that into an already insanely challenging situation, and uh, it, it ends up looking like it did. Yeah, you know they just kept they, they just couldn't do it, and they, I, th- I think you know there was pressing. Uh, it's the playoffs, which you're going to press anyway, and when you're not performing, they just kind of eat on you. And also, I mean, Anderson was really good, um, you know, and so was Max Fried, and both those guys were good all year. I mean, if Free doesn't get hurt, he's in the Cy Young discussion, you know, near the end, if he isn't limited. Anderson's a rookie and put up like a one-something ERA. I, I, you know, it's I, – I, I always – you know, hitting is really hard. These are the best people in the world at it, and that's what they're supposed to do. But, you know, it was really hard, and it was really hard for the Braves team. This Braves team was the best hitting – one of the best hitting teams in baseball – and the Reds were one of the worst hitting teams, and people are surprised that one of the worst hitting teams didn't hit well. Yeah, they didn't just not hit well. <laughs> well they just yeah, didn't hit. You just but, didn't hit at all. Yeah, I mean, like, for the, I mean, they hit yesterday. They, they did. hit yesterday. They hit the. They had more hits than the Braves. Yeah, you know, and today they just didn't. And yeah, yeah, and they just didn't hit. It, 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 when you, you know, I think I think Eugenio Suarez went on this point where he just said, you know. Or somebody did. I think it was Gino. I'm, I'm, it's all kind of running together at this point. Like you know, scoring runs is 
how you win games and we didn't score runs. So we didn't win games. It's, it's pretty simple. Yeah. Um, the, the, inter- an interesting thought when you get into a baseball philosophy end of this, which was one that, that was a big part of the Reds DNA all year. And that was the home run happy, uh, team. I mean, it's who they, that was what the numbers were. It was, it was obvious. I mean, you know, they, when they didn't hit home runs often, they scored to, they failed to score enough. And, you know, they didn't hit home runs obviously in this series. And that was part of it. Um, and I thought, you know, what did you make of we we you, a lot of the guys after this were sort of asked about that why that ended up being and and maybe what that played into this did did you is there did you make anything into that as far as maybe a, an approach issue not issue but an, an an approach thing that maybe cropped up in this series that was part of this team where as no, why I mean, they were like this uh, this is a team that. I think a lot of it did have to do, and you heard Joey Votto talk about this, a lot of it did have to do with the batting average on balls in play. I mean, this is a team that hit the ball pretty well. Um, You know, approach, uh, that was what A-Rod was on about, and it seems like everybody's parroting whatever A-Rod said today um, while making fun of him, but then parroting it. But, you know, whatever, dude. Um, So this is a team that saw the second most pitches you know, I, I, somebody said it all on on Twitter. There's a point today where it's like, well, these guys just don't look at, don't see pitches. And so I look it up, and they were second in baseball in most most pitches per at bat. They had more walks than they did singles. Now they needed more singles. Um, nobody's ever done that, and I don't know that that was sustainable over 162. Um, but they were watching pitches. They were doing this thing, and then in the end, um. It just never normalized. And I think there's some of that is maybe what they didn't do against um, the positioning and the positioning, you know, everybody's good at positioning these days. Um, and and other teams are as well. And the other teams are playing against the shift too. Um, so I don't think it's just that. But, I mean, some of it is just baseball, you know. If you hit the ball hard and you hit it on a line, you're fine. And <laughs> – Batting coaches, it's not like offensive coordinators in football. They don't call plays. Um, you know, it's just it's just different, and sometimes it just doesn't work out. I don't think there's any magical thing about it. And and yeah, they hit home runs. Home runs are usually good. Um, and the problem was they didn't. That's that's mostly what they did, and that's how they scored those runs. And how much of that is who they were, and how much of it is the product of short sample size. And I, I don't know, man. Um, I I don't think home runs are bad. I just yeah, can't no, get no, to that I, point. I'm certainly not saying home runs are bad. I just you know that was questions being asked in the post game uh, yeah. uh, about you know maybe why that would have been, and 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 I. You know, I didn't, you know, it was trying to your take on what they said there because, you know, it was interesting to hear, you know, kind of everybody kind of have their own, you know, philosophy on maybe why it was or if it was even a big deal. Um, and I, I think the, the bottom line is like well, home runs good. We need more things other than home runs. Yeah. Um, and, and, and this is a team that is built for Great American Ballpark. Great American Ballpark. They hit 20 more home runs in at home than they did um, on the road. And, uh, you know, of things that didn't line up, they didn't play any home games at Great American Ballpark. And that is a difference. 
and you're going to have to play games away from home uh, to, to win a World Series. But this year, you're going to have to play every game away from home to win a World Series um, if you're if you're one of the if you're one of the other teams. So I don't know, man. It's uh, it's baseball. It happens. You know, I don't know that a lot of people know this, but only one team can win a championship every year. It's a fact. That's a fact. Um, although if there was ever a year where that might change, maybe this will be the year. True. True. <laughs> or none. I mean, it's yeah, still it's yeah. still possible that none do. Yeah. Uh, the, the, obviously the disappointing element of it is, is they were an effing nightmare and, and, mm-hmm. and that was, and they still the, were. yeah, I mean, they, they were healthy. They had momentum. They, they, their pitchers were on point, you know, and, and all of that. And there's a frustrating element of that. And that's why I think there's, you know, a lot of the cloud of yesterday because Joey Votto said, he's like, you know, one thing falls in yesterday and we're here talking about Sonny Gray in game three and, and, and you feel good. And that would follow the model of how they won all those five straight series uh, mm-hmm. the, during this run, which was winning the first one and losing the second one and winning the third one. It was like multiple times that had been sort of the way it had gone. Not that that's the way it should, but you know the difference in a, the small details of what happened in that 13-inning game, you're sitting here and you love Sonny Gray in game three and nobody's hammering home necessarily You know everything that, you know, went down over these two days. Instead, you have a team that was that had all the momentum in the world and all the pitching in the world uh, going home because, you know, that's the way it went, particularly yesterday when they had all those chances. Yeah, it's funny. You know, you look at the fifth inning today, top of the fifth. Nick Senzel hits a laser that Freddie Freeman makes a great play on. Very next batter, Freddie Galvis hits a bleeder that hits the bag and jumps over. You know, it's yeah. just it, – it's so funny that, um, you know, the end result's probably the same on both of those. Like, Nixon Zell deserved to get a hit. Fred, you know, Freddie Galvis didn't. Um, but yet, there you are. And if you have one ball hit the bag yesterday, anytime, we're talking about Sonny Gray in game three. But they didn't, so they didn't. So, you know, um, and this I'm sure Sepaku all around. And, and this is why I – despise the idea of expanded playoffs because there's so much luck when you have this many teams it doesn't you know you took the idea of playing 162 games and you get down to baseball luck of a couple of games inevitably always ends up there but there needs to be more of earning it over the course of a long season and the idea of to me the idea of the expanded playoffs in a full season is and you know an abomination in my mind because i just i just feel like you take away what makes baseball great and you add in more of what makes it so random in the postseason like this and the in the when you get into these series yeah i wouldn't like to see this at all again yeah. uh, but i get it for why it was this year yeah no but for sure if you can build in more advantages yes um you know one thing that was i thought was good for this year in its own way was the built-in advantage for that home team. I mean, you know, if you were a higher seed, it did mean something to be a four instead of a five um, Mm -hmm. seed with these eight teams, because you didn't have to travel. You were at home. You had your fans in the, your, your family in the stands, you uh, batted last. I mean, there were actual advantages to that seating. And I think that could be interesting. And, 
you know, is I don't think wild cards are going anywhere. We know that much. I think there is a way to make that wild card a little bit better. But I mean, those wild card games are pretty exciting, and they're usually against the against they're the two teams that didn't win their division. So there is a there is a uh, incentive to win your division. Yeah. I think there's a way to do it. Um, I don't know that I trust them to do it. Although you know, <laughs> so many of the changes over the last many years, like I hated interleague play. Um, I'm still not a huge fan of it, um, but it turned out all right. I hated the wild card, the first one. Turned out all right. Second wild card actually turned out all right. I think they did a good job with it. Hell, I even liked the runner on second this year. Yeah. Like, I actually kind of like, I liked it, and I almost see, like, hockey as the parallel. Um, maybe that was one of the reasons yesterday was such an intriguing game, because we hadn't seen that all year. Yeah. And you you don't get it, and it's like hockey. That's why overtime playoff hockey is the greatest thing ever. That, that you know what? That's exactly what it was on on Wednesday. It was overtime playoff hockey, mm-hmm. and it felt like that, and it was more exciting because we didn't have that during the year. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I have no. I like a lot of the changes within the game. I'm just saying, if you try to if you try to take 16 game postseason because of yeah, everything I'm talking about, 16. the the luck the luck element of these series, you know, to me, if you're it takes away. Um, from the importance of 162. I mean, the expansion done correctly with significant advantages certainly is is one thing. But to me, and I'm not trying to. I don't want to. I don't want to. You know, hijack this podcast into being about that. I, I'm just saying there to your point about what happens to the what happened to the Reds here in you know the baseball one ball goes one way or the other in one small instance. You know, to me, doesn't translate to a 162-game season. But, I mean, in the end, you know, it's it's either that or it's soccer. You know, Premier League, there's no playoff. I mean, you know, just the, the best team doesn't seem to ever win the World Series. Or, you know, every couple of years they do. You know, the Seattle Mariners in 2001 didn't win the World Series. Uh, you know, there, there's just so much that's – that is American sport that we value the playoff over anything. Um, yeah. And so I don't know. So with that, uh, though, we uh, we move on. And uh, that means moving on to the offseason. The Reds trying to figure out what their lineup will look like uh, going forward. But for, And we have lots of time to discuss that as well throughout the offseason, and we will. Uh, and looking forward to that. But for now, Reds lose 5 to nothing to the Braves. And uh, we'll be back uh, you know, with more WARP in Cincinnati as we come in and start talking about the outlook for this team going forward. We'll, ca- we'll catch up with that next week and uh, plenty else. So anyway, thanks, everybody, for listening. And I hope you enjoyed checking in on our post playoff game WARPs. They've been fun to bring to you and uh, we'll talk to you next time on WARP in Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.